Today on Talking Hockey Season 2, Episode 2, we're talking all kinds of hockey, including the Jets. We're talking Vintage Hockey Hair Player of the Week, Ray Ferraro. We got a brand new local legend with Mike Keane, and I've got a report from the Hockey Hall of Fame. I was just there over the weekend, and we got a brand new local beer. Tommy, what do you figure? Right on. Roll the music. Here's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Keep your chin up, bud. We're on the air. It's time for Talkin' Hockey, the Hockey Talkin' Show, your key source of Jets talk and much, much more. Basically, anything in the Talkin' Hockey, Hockey Talk realm. Uh, you know, we are the rated uh, number one hockey talk show on Canadian Mom Magazine. I um, didn't know that. Holy. Yeah, yeah cool. all moms agree. Best nice. Talkin' Hockey show on the net. Um, I'm co-host Tom. I've got with me, as always, on my left wing, Randall Randolpherson. How you doing, bud? Doing great here. Glad to be here. Actually, it's a big game night here. We're recording this during a Jets game here yeah. on uh, Tuesday. I believe that's October a first. October 22nd. Yeah. They're playing the Kings right now. I wonder what's happening. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you'll know. And so we'll probably just chat about it throughout the game uh, by looking at our phone, getting scorer updates, that kind of thing. But we've got a really great show for you today. Um, we're we're going to talk all kinds of just stuff like we've been saying. There's uh, some other talking hockey hot topics of the week coming up later in the first period. Our second period, we're going to be talking Ray Ferraro as our vintage hockey hair player of the week. I want to start a hashtag, bring back the stash. <laughs> I think Ray's going to love that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to start hashtags, though. So th- that'll be a whole thing. Um, yeah, we're going to talk Mike Keene, local legend of the week. Um, and then in the third period, we'll get that report from your uh, trip to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I was out there in Toronto and I had to go th- to the old hockey cathedral that we all know as the Hockey Hall of Fame. God, it's awesome. Oh, man. It it's is like the it's, best. it's a spiritual experience when you it go is. to that It is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And for any hockey fan who's never been, it is worth adding to your bucket list if you've got oh, one of those things that was my fourth time there and it yeah. felt like each time is just awesome right but yeah before yeah. we go on maybe you should do the old uh yeah let's let's give all the shout outs of the links and everything like that it's um as you know talking hockey we're uh partnering up with umfm right now that's the university of manitoba campus station um they're so kind to host our podcast for us and uh give us some support that way and it's actually funding drive right now for UMFM. It's on until October 25th. That's um, www.umfm.com. And while you're on there, just in the search bar, type Talking Hockey, and you'll find our show where you can listen to it right online there. You can uh, download it, find all the links, essentially. Um, speaking of links, what do we got? We got Twitter, uh, at Talking Hockey Pod. We got Instagram, 
at talking underscore hockey underscore podcast. <laughs> got to keep her consistent. Uh, we got the emails. So drop us an email. Um, we're going to, you know, through sporadically ask for your input on things. And uh, talking hockey pod at gmail.com is the way to do that. And smash that subscribe button on the Apple Podcasts. Give the, the there's the star rating. Put her at a five. Whatever. I mean, Leave, leave a review sure. too i think like yeah. i was trying to figure out how to do that like right. not yeah. that i was gonna do one yeah, like with a different name <laughs> <laughs> we should leave a bunch of fake reviews for sure that's pretty cool though yeah. we're on apple Podcasts, so for anyone with an iphone you can subscribe yeah. to our podcast and it'll automatically show up yeah it's great uh, whenever we record these things and we'll eventually get ourselves on a consistent schedule i think last show was on a sunday yeah today I think this is a tuesday we're striving for mondays but uh Yesterday was the federal election here in Canada, um, but that's not why we didn't record. It was just a matter of other circumstance. So um, one more link, YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. We, we're going to post all our sods up there. So just in the uh, search bar on YouTube, type in Talking Hockey and uh, you'll see it. That's a lot of business. <laughs> so, it's good to get the business out of the way. One um, last thing, though. That was a pretty sweet tease we just recorded there, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, that's, high so that's our new pro <laughs> yeah. thing we're doing is the off-the-top teasers. We're just like Tim and Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you? I don't know. Tim? I, I want to be Tim. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know the difference, but... Yeah, Tim's the bald guy. Sid's the oh, kind of okay. chubbier guy. All right, yeah. Okay, I'll be Sid. Sid's the yelly one. Okay. Tim's I'll try and yell like, a bit more here. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should crack into these beers or what? Oh, yeah. So let's talk about these. So I went to the the be-all, end-all of beer stores. Uh, no offense to my buddy, Steve-O, who just works at the brand new one called Buzz Beer Boutique. Here's a little... Where's that? Sh- it's on Regent. Okay. Uh, but this one's kind of more in my neck of the woods. It's the one at Pemberton Grant. I don't know the official name, the craft... I think it's called Quality, Quality in Craft something Beer like Store. That. Anyways, something. that's where I go for most of my beer needs. I also go to Sucrums, so another shout out there, mm-hmm. uh, name drop, whatever you want to call it. Walking distance of each other, totally. really. But this one is, uh, I haven't actually had a beer from this place yet. Uh, it's called the Grain to Glass Brewing Company, and the beer that we are going to be enjoying today is the Creamsicle Ale. The reason one, uh, two, two reasons I picked this one. Number one was like, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, Haven't had this great yet. Great label. Um, second reason was I was going to grab the new beer from Kilter, but it was a double IPA, like 7, <laughs> 2.2%. <laughs> and if we were going to have two of those on a Tuesday night, then yeah, Wednesday's going to be a little hazy. Like, yeah, we're like hammered by the second period. <laughs> but anyways, this looks good. I think yeah. uh, we should dig in. Yeah, okay, let's crack them. I'll put the can right to the mic. Oh, I took a sniff before I tasted. And? How does it smell? It, t- it smells like... Cre- oh, it tastes it and smells like creamsicle. It's crazy. This is... Well, you know, summer is, I guess, over. Yeah. And so this is our last taste of summer here, maybe. Man, that is very delicious. But yeah, it says uh, a Grain to Glass Brewing Company. They, t- they brew it out of torque. Right, yeah, they're um, renting some torque space. Uh, it's the grain to glass is like a homebrew place, so they've got one on St. Mary's and Osborne as well, I believe. And there's a brewing club, I think. And I think maybe that this this what am I trying to say? These beers they've released because there's this one. They have another one that's okay. like a, a a a pale ale or something. 
And I think it's the result of that brewing club, essentially. Cool. So. Well, they're they're on their Instagram game and Facebook game. They actually have the exact same uh, <laughs> at whatever you yeah. want to call it. But it's at Grain to Glass Home Brew for Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Uh, good selection, Randy. Thank let's, you. Let's dive right into the first period here. The uh, ref's tooting his little whistle and saying, let's get her going, boys. Um, I want to talk some Jets right off the hop. Right on. Yeah. Um, so I guess they're five and five right now, uh, notwithstanding the game that's currently being played, and they're so they're ten games in, and my my main takeaway from the ten games in is the special teams and how, uh, not even lackluster. Well, the well, the, I could say the power play is lackluster. The penalty kill is atrocious. I think well. In, in like re- realistically both of them aren't as good as they used to be right yeah they're kind of like coming in yeah less than or lower than average for sure for, on both like because what were they like top five top 10 power play for? power play for the last well three years essentially since line has been here it's has always been, been like really good top three or five yeah, yeah. uh pk they, they've always been up near the top but they've always you know they've had good defense yeah. and last good... year wasn't great pk wise two seasons ago i think was very good but PK also was. last year, they took a lot of penalties. So like I, I don't know. I, like I'd be curious. Like if you kind of like, you know, the, how the, they do the old murders per capita thing. Oh yeah, right. So if yeah. you did like, this is a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like you know, because if the Jets take way more pa- penalties to some that, to other teams, sure, but they're, they're, so they're on the PK a lot more. So they're and then their average might be lower because yeah, the time, they take more the amount of times. Yeah that they're taking penalties in the first place, which I don't, I don't have the facts in front of me to back it up, but I feel like, uh, they've taken fewer penalties. They are this for year. sure. Yeah. They're, they're taking less penalties. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether that's a result of no more Buffalo and Sherratt, couple bruisers who, uh, aren't afraid to mix it up. And, Tyler Myers and, would take a few yeah, penalties. A yeah, game. yeah. So, um, it's a different style of team that they've built this year. And the D has left me shaking my head sometimes, but also other times being like, Hey, they're looking pretty good. And, uh, I mean, the other night they went, they held off, uh, the Deutschland dangler and his uh, sidekick, Connor McDavid. Who's Most that? people say it the other way around, <laughs> but I'm a big, uh, Leon Dreisaitl fan. So, um, anyway, they held them right off the score yeah. sheet. So, they're doing they some had, right. They but... had a few power plays and, yeah. uh, jets killed them off. I think they only took jets only took, Two, two penalties yeah. um, so also like connor hellebuck with the shutout yeah he's so that's on really his head yeah, yeah he's looking good yeah i he think is. he's kind of returning back to maybe form yeah uh from a couple years ago there when he was a vezina nominee but yeah uh, and even last year it wasn't bad it was just i don't well, think he was as sharp it as wasn't the, a great start he i think near yeah. the end of last season he kind of found his game but playoffs again yeah. kind of he, he wasn't that same connor hellebuck that, well and then preseason then the first game of the season oh. he played he looked pretty stinky and oh, everybody yeah. was just like <laughs> yeah. you know throwing in the towel and uh just claiming ridiculous things and you know yeah here we are 10 games in a bit more of a sample size and we're seeing that he's looking all right so if you could go back in time uh and you would have predicted what the jets record would have been after 10 games what, what what would your thoughts have been uh, before yeah. game one? Well, I think I, I was feeling very optimistic before game one. And, and, you know, I still feel really optimistic about the season. Um, 
the more I see them play, the more the better I feel. I think they'll they'll figure it out. But I I probably would have said six and four or something, you know, or like six three oh and one or whatever, you know, like that kind of thing. But uh yeah, five and five's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with five and five. The the key thing and then just just stay in the mix, you know, don't uh stay stay in the pack. Well that's the thing in the the central I mean, Minnesota and Dallas have barely won a game Chicago yet. Chicago is kind of having a bit of a rough so, start, yeah. you know, there's some padding in that way. Nashville hasn't been exactly tearing it up. It's been Colorado, just Colorado. like almost everybody thought. They just lost for the first time yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. To St. Louis? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're they're off to a great start. But, you know, Winnipeg is right there with uh, the other guys. Just stay in the so mix, you St. know. St. Louis stay and close. Uh, Nashville, essentially. And yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm happy with a 5-5 five yeah. five start. PK, uh, yeah, I think it'll kind of... The, 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 the kinks will work themselves out. Uh, it sounds like they're making a new kind of... Uh, approach on the power play yeah. kind of based off last year's success having like a right-handed defenseman lead lead the way on the peak on the power which play. makes sense because bufflin would be your guy there and he's a righty and it was true but as well when yeah. bufflin was right. out last That's year right. so yeah when they when they can kind of uh kind of operate their power play with basically you've got the three right shot options you got pionk at the top, you got Shifley in the middle, and you got Liney on the far side. And even Wheeler on the half boards on the other side is a right-hander. Yeah, but um, you need the right-handed shot to exactly. feed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyways, there it's it's apparently it's something that they're trying uh, to shake things up again because the PP hasn't been great. But no, uh, it hasn't been. Um, they've got a few goals, and um, I don't know the exact uh, PP stat like what they're at i don't have it up in front of me so you know whatever but like it hasn't been on fire we're not about stats here on talking no about no 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 <laughs> but uh what i do like about the idea of pionk going there pionk uh he's gonna get some points i like the kid me too he's grown on me i'm like all right he's legit one- a josh morrissey he's gonna be josh morrissey i'm gonna put money so? on yeah, that right, right now right. yeah okay um well, that's good. Have two of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> one's right, one's left. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. yeah. They, I, to me, he's like, I. He seems like he's gonna be Josh Morrissey. Yeah, yeah. but and maybe like a little, I don't know, shiftier. Right. Like he just seems to. He's got like a little bit. He's got some wheels. He's and got, stuff. Like, he uses his edges, and not that Morrissey doesn't. But mm-hmm. he just like I like his wheels. Morrissey plays maybe a little more simpler of a, a yeah, game. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Which nothing Pionk's wrong with that. Pionk's got a little bit of flash. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he'll get a nice chance on the power play, and hopefully they can light her up. Uh, I was going to say with the P- PK, they were kind of missing, or they 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 have been missing, very key penalty kill kill figures from last year. So it's no wonder that that kind of stinks. Like Truba, Sherratt, uh Myers, Bufflin. and Bufflin yeah. are all penalty killing defensemen, and they're all out now, so uh, or gone or whatever. So. You know, there's no uh, surprise that there's a bit of learning curve or what have you. So I'm not sure if any of the guys, like they, I think they got Potato with the idea that he'd be like a PK guy or whatever. And I mean, I don't know. I'm not, uh, whatever. <laughs> but like Dahlstrom, uh, I think he's been okay. Yeah. Well, you also he got was, Tucker Pullman. Like, yeah. I, I, like to me, Tucker Pullman, I think is, you it's know, been okay. Like, like he's been. 
What is Ben Sherratt that much better than Tucker Pullman? Like, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Ben, ben Sherratt's Ben's got, meaner. He's got more uh, experience, but I think Tucker yeah. Pullman's not too far behind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, I like Pullman. Uh, he just hasn't really wowed me. Not that Ben Sherratt he's really just, ever wowed me, I guess. He's steady. Like, I think yeah. he's just kind of always in the right spot. Like, yeah. good positionally. Uh, but, I, you know, I think he's he's like... He's that he's gonna be like that steady D man that you need back there. Like that's gonna play eventually in the th- you eighteen know, to twenty two minutes. Or second something. second pairing, and he'll he won't be on the power play, but he'll definitely kill penalties. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. And uh, I guess while we're talking D, are we talking Jets D here? Well, let's do it. Yeah, like Villy Hanela. We'll get into this a little later. I don't yeah. want to ruin the surprise. Yeah. But. Well, he's coming in. <laughs> I just think he's been amazing. No, I mean, like, is he coming to the show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, we're wait. I'm waiting on a reply from his secretary. Oh so. yeah, his mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm not going to go there. But, uh, but I yes. was going to make a joke. But okay. I'm not making a mom joke. So. So so far. I'm a classy uh, guy. Yeah, you are. Um, the Jets' d- decor uh, has kind of been hurt. Yeah, uh, like they can't buy a break. So you it's know? like, uh, who went out first? Morrissey was out first, right? He mm. missed a couple games. Yeah. And then we lost... Uh, well, Niku, he's oh, all Niku, Oh, yeah, Niku's been out. Basically, he's, he was up for the Jets for a cup of coffee and then went down to the Moose. And I don't I don't think he's playing down there from what I heard. Like from, from what I hear, he's, yeah. yeah, he's not even playing. So I think it's probably still some sort of injury from training camp that he just hasn't been able to yeah. get past. Um. Batetto was injured, and now he's back. Yeah. And now Pullman is injured, so he's not playing tonight. Right. Uh, cool. And Kulikov was out there for the for having a baby there. Yeah. Not that so he had a baby. His wife had the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the fun part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but so, uh, yeah, the the defensemen have definitely kind of been a rotating cast of, of regular. For sure, right? And now you got your boy Dahlstrom in there. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I think I'm a big Carl Dahlstrom guy now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, longtime listener Chicago Matt. He uh, he messaged me because I posted a picture up of uh, Dahlstrom and had this ridiculous like uh, it must have been the, his first game and they didn't have a photo of him so they like snapped like you know there was the one photo they had of him like in a Jets uniform and his face was like very <laughs> contorted and not flattering at there all. There was like eight seconds left in the game and they're like, we need a photo quick. Yeah. So <laughs> I I used that and then they had it on their their uh, stories one day for like I think it was like second or third game of the season like for uh, or that he was there and then it was like starting lineup or whatever. So then I like took a screen grab <laughs> anyway. Uh, Chicago Matt was like, you know, I liked this guy when he was with Chicago. It's too bad to see him go. Um, I think he'll be all right. And uh, so I've been kind of watching his game. And, you know, his first one with the Jets was absolutely terrible because that was the one where he got, he flew in that day and then uh, was like not even going to play. And then in training or in warmups, Morrissey got hurt or whatever. I want to talk about that. What the hell happened to Morrissey in warmups that you get hurt Apparently in the upper someone, body injury? Someone crashed into him, and they thought it it was con- concussion. A concussion. Oh, yeah. Did and I guess every no one saw it or whatever. Like I guess none of the media saw it, so yeah. that's why it wasn't re- re- really reported. Yeah. But apparently he collided with someone in warmups. And maybe he's one of those guys that doesn't wear a bucket. I was going to say, you know? is he like letting his yeah. salad uh, just, just 
he might just breathe. go for it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's kind of what it was like a, a precautionary mm. move by the Jets to make okay. sure that it, that it wasn't and that yeah. it was fine. So he missed, I think, a game or two. Two games, I think. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Okay. But that's well, what it was. It was a collision in pregame yeah. warm-up. That so they, Dahlstrom's first game was that, and he looked he looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, uh, worse than that the photo circum- or better? Yeah, no, it was on par with that photo. So, uh, but he's, in, he's improved. So I'm a big Carl Dahlstrom guy now. So I think they'll like, they'll get it together. And you know, you know, if we're going to go down the road and talk about Dustin Bufflin again, even though remember what, like last, uh, what was that? Like a week growing ago? optimism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what's, where's that dragger? Like, uh, yeah. Well, the, I think the optimism has grown. Totally. Something, <laughs> something's grown. Yeah. But His I don't know. D- Dustin Bufflin, if he comes back, obviously there's going to be a long road because he's going to have to do a lot of skating and kind yeah, of get, you would get think back into the mix. Practice for two weeks before he plays. And then, uh, you know, even once he kind of gets b- back into games, it's probably going to take a while for him to kind of get mid-season up. form. Yeah. Ke- uh, catch up to everybody. Especially if it is mid-season and everybody else is in mid-season form. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, At the same time though, like then it's kind of like you're bringing in an all-star defenseman yeah. partway through the season, Yeah, which if you can kind of get everything put together now and then you get to add and a piece like that. just add him then, and hey, there hey, you go. Let's yeah. plan the parade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, right? Um, yeah. So uh, we've, yeah, so we Talked about special teams. We've talked about some injuries and the decor and stuff. Let's talk about the goalies. We mentioned Connor Hellebuck with his first shutout of the season um, and how how hot he's been playing. But the question I have for you in regards to that is, is the trend in the NHL, especially like it became evident last year in the playoffs, was the goalie splitting, the 1A, 1B kind of deal. Right. And I don't think that Winnipeg's a 1A, 1B because I think it's clearly a 1 and a 2. Now it is, but, for sure. But yeah. but do you want Brassois to play 30 games? Or do you want to just like keep winning? Because like some, you know, some games you got to put the backup in and it's like... It's like, well, we just got to rest our starter. But, like, obviously you want Brassois to win you games, and he did that last year. So far this year it's been a tough slog. But, um, you know, like, does do you do you give him 30 or do you give him what he earns? You know what I mean? Well, I think, well, right now, like, looking at the stats on NHL.com, Con- Connor Hallebuck right now is sitting in 12th with a 929 save percentage, uh, which is crazy. But it's still early. And yeah, there's like a some guy guys like who... Car- Carter Hutton is leading with nine nine five three. Yeah, so that's all these numbers are a little inflated right now, because it's early. I think, <clears throat> I think realistically, Brassois is going to play 20, 20 games. Yeah. So like I think I think Hellebuck to Bucky's be really a... good, he's got to play sixty. Yeah. Sixty think... to sixty five, I think. Last year he was 63 or something like that. I think that's kind of the wheelhouse. 67 the year before, I think. At the same time, you kind of want to work your rotation so like Brassois is like not ice cold on the bench, and you got like right now if you if you look at how Brassois has been playing, uh, he's kind of like it's not like he's been playing terrible, but like he's kind of not been like he's lost. I think right, he's lost a couple games. He let in like. What was had, that? Had a the, rough game. The or Pittsburgh two. game was Pittsburgh game, 70, yeah. 7 to 2, right? I went to that game. Yeah. And yeah. It was Battle of the Backups there for Pittsburgh had, um, what's his name? Tristan Jerry. Yeah. And- so if that's Brassois' last game, at the same time, 
you don't want him to sit too long because then he's still just sitting with yeah. that seven two loss. Yeah, exactly. You want to give him so a you want to you know, and obviously he's not playing tonight. He's not going to play the Heritage Classic, so you're yeah. going to get a, get him in next week, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I think realistically, Connor Halbuck is the goalie that wants to play a lot, and if you take him out, I think it it, it kind of just backfires. So I think realistically, the Jets are going to kind of work at like a sixty to Twenty-two yeah. split, and that's or that's like probably that, the ideal split. thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> unless, of course, you know, there's heaven forbid injury or well, you got the Birdman down with the moose. That's right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's a wild character. Um, I like that kid. I hope he gets his yeah. uh, cup of coffee here soon. Yeah, maybe next year. Well, Brassois on a one-year deal, right? So yeah, maybe, Brassois will maybe likely be year. gone tomorrow yeah. or next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right on. So, uh, I guess that's kind of it for Jets talk. We want to move on to our talking hockey hot topics of the week. Yeah, we got we got the... one more Jets theme, okay. but that's going to be our uh, our pants question right, this right, week. Right, right. So yeah. make sure you guys listen to the third period. Yeah, stay tuned for the third period where we've got our wearing the pants segment, where I put on the pants of a general manager, coach, and uh, or our coach or I whoever. Think I, I guess and... it'd be Chevy again this time. Yeah. I think I put it's on goal. somebody's pants, yeah. and uh, you have to wear pants. It's cold. Yeah, outside. walk a mile in somebody's pants. Um, so yeah. The talking hockey hot topics of the week. We're going to look at kind of just the rest of the league and the hockey world in general. Um, as as you may know, listener, uh, Green Day has signed a hot deal with the NHL to make a theme song, and, and now you can hear it on NHL broadcasts or whatever. Uh, I've heard it like on Saturday night. I definitely heard it a bunch. Oh really? Oh yeah. It yeah. was like you know like when they'd cut to commercial. Or I whatever. thought it was for and, NBC. Um, but they're using it for all uh, the broadcasts? It's like the theme song for NBC, but on Sportsnet, I'm pretty sure. I was oh. well, I was watching Sportsnet. So. Okay, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. watch the game on, so, on TV. I watched, yeah, Saturday was what? The Leafs and Bruins or something, okay. maybe? Yeah. Cool. Anywho, uh, Green Day. Yeah. What do you think? Well, if, for those of you that don't know, they're... they're <laughs> They're a, lo- a local band from <laughs> Berkeley, California. Yeah, Bay they, Area. They've had one or two hits. Yeah. I think uh, Basket Case was one of them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess they signed like a two-year contract with the NHL and they're going to be doing the theme song kind of like how they do it for Monday Night Football and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. For, so yeah, they want to yeah, kind of... They're going to do that kind of thing. Yeah. And I guess that's okay. So do you I, think they'll like keep writing songs or is it like... We wrote one song. That's it. Yeah, I don't Just know. Like, do they have a song check, called please. Pucks Deep coming soon? Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's called Ready, Aim, Fire, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they, I, they've they released two songs so far that are going to be on, on, on their record that comes out next year. And honestly, it's like, they're they're fine. You yeah. know, I'm a, yeah. Green, I'm a Green Day fan, but honestly, it's like, Not that's okay. Not my favorite okay. Green Day. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and if I'm going to be hearing it now every week, it's yeah. probably going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, you know, they're... They want to get involved in the hockey world. Yeah, you can't well, blame appa- them for that. Apparently, they're hockey fans. Uh, the drummers got Sharks tickets or something. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, I don't know. I knew Metallica was big hockey fans, but uh, yeah. yeah, Green Day, I didn't peg them for hockey no, fans. Uh, no, no, no. I like it, though. I mean, I don't know if I like the song, um, but like... I like the idea and uh, the fact that it is Green Day and that it's not like Maroon 5. I'm oh, into yeah. that. Could you know what I mean? Could be Nickelback or... Yeah, it yeah. could be, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I make me laugh. Although they did like go after Trump for uh, taking out down that tweet when he 
posted like a Nickelback meme. Oh, yeah. Thing, yeah. And they went after him and said, take that down, <laughs> nice. which is pretty it's cool. It's like all of a sudden, yeah. everybody's like, mad props, Nickelback. Yeah. I, I listened to those guys a long, long time ago. <laughs> I've been listening to them since day one. <laughs> yeah. I saw them at the pyramid. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're something else, eh? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's... I don't know. Like, I guess that's cool. Like, it's like you know, it could be someone. Turn that off. It could be. Uh, it could be another band that's not so cool. But exactly. I don't right. know. I think the song isn't great, but hey, that's cool. Add yeah. some flavor to the NHL. Sure. It's kind of lacking, I guess, in some. Well, departments. that's the thing. I think like a lot of other leagues are very flashy and splashy, and the NHL has kind of for a long time been very uh, safe. I guess you would say. Yeah. Pr- but, pretty uh, low key. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's a part of it being just that it's hockey which is largely a Canadian game. And I think we're a little bit low key, you yeah. know what I mean? As a, as Humble. a people. Yeah. 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 Um, whereas, you know, the NBA or MLB, which is a very, or NFL for sure is a very American yeah. sort of thing. Oh, rah, rah. And it's very, yeah. it's very bang the drum. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance <clears throat> and production. And that's the thing about the NFL that it kind of turns me off is all the production stuff. Like, it's just like, it's too much. I'm just yeah. like, I just want to watch a football game. And Actually, like... sp- speaking of humble, there was a funny little uh, graphic after the game last night. I think it was Philly and somebody. Oh, they beat. Um... Oh, shoot. Who did they beat? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. I think Michael Raffle had two goals and it said on his little ticker thing or like his name bar, it's like, credited for two only wanted credit for one <laughs> it's like that there's a humble guy it's yeah. like someone gave him an extra that. goal that uh, touched somebody else if that happened in the AS- ashl you're kind of like oh yeah i got two <laughs> i'm emailing the league manager <laughs> yeah no uh yeah i guess uh as far, as far as green day goes though yeah you know that's that's cool they're as- adding a bit of style and a bit of flavor to yeah. to hockey now and yeah. you know we'll see what happens yeah right on um Let's talk about the best, uh, the league's leading scorer. And no, his name's not Connor McDavid. It's John Carlson. Wow. Defenseman. Who Guess what thought? number he wears? 74. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that number's getting, like, Ethan Bear on Edmonton wears 74 now. I like uh, that kid, actually. He's got oh, wheels. Yeah. yeah. I like him, yeah. yeah. Um, lots of 74s out there. Uh, we're growing. Um, but yeah, no, John Carlson, defenseman, leading the league in scoring. And I mean, apparently, it's the record he has a, shares a record with Paul Coffey and Bobby Orr for really? most points after ten games or something like that. Oh, sweet! I mean, yeah. it's kind of a not the, uh, not a record you're going to remember forever. But it's like, weird, yeah. But like, it'd be like on the back of a hockey card. It'd yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'd be like, yeah, that would be the back of the card. Did you know stuff. that in nineteen or in two, 2019, John Carlson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah. you think it's something cool, but it's like after 10 games and it's like, after you know, maybe he just goes on a slide for the <laughs> yeah, rest exactly. of the season. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't score a point the rest <laughs> yeah. of the season, but hey, those 10 <laughs> those games. Those first 10 games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's it's a, cool though. Like he's got like 15 assists or something like that. Yeah. Like he's three goals, 15 assists. Yeah. yeah. He's in on everything. Um, he's a good D-man. Um, he's and, always been really good. Yeah. Like he yeah. kind of, you know, when you're on a team with uh, Backstrom and Ovechkin and and uh yeah you've got some options where you're passing but also like you kind of fly under the radar because those guys are kind of taking taking right so do you you think do you think carlson is in the conversation i mean i know it's early but like but he has been really good for the last few years for sure do you think he's in that norris kind of group of conversation like or should he be or whatever like i i would say it's like same thing like with josh morrissey you know like i think the norris 
award winners are it's always like a weird yeah. it's like who who's who's the best defenseman like is it the defenseman yeah, that like scores Mark the Mathot most points like, or is it the best defenseman who like prevents the most goals yeah. you know so sometimes like the flashy players like PK Subban or Brent Burns or whatever yeah, kind of get Carlson, awarded get the... exactly get awarded if you look at Carlson last year in the playoffs yeah. He was garbage. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like, I think he was injured, but yeah. Whatever. But like, yeah. you know, it, it, it tends to be those kind of flashier players that For get sure. recognized as Norris Trophy winners. Whereas like, you know, uh, we had Nick Lidstrom for a long time. Exactly, it, and that and was, was like, like he that, would put up points, but not the most points. But he was also like probably one of the hardest defensemen For to play sure, against, right? Yeah. Like very solid and pronger. Like <laughs> you know, that, Shea Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think. I think. I don't know if they'll ever figure out who like who really deserves the best defenseman award. They should award almost have year. two: best defensive defenseman and best <laughs> offensive defenseman. The, yeah, I like don't know. Top points for defenseman or something. It, so, seeing how things are going, I would for sure think that Carlson would be in the mix if if this kind of keeps going. Yeah, he's if, on like a what a one point five points per game, one point yeah. eight points per yeah. game here. So, like, if nothing else, people that vote for these things will kind of maybe. Pay attention to him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You know, a defenseman that I really like is the guy from Ottawa, that Shabbat kid. Oh yeah, Thomas yeah. Shabbat. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, when he the the World Juniors when he was on love, love Team Canada there yeah. two years ago maybe. Yeah. yeah, he was just killing it. Um, Actually, speaking of World Juniors too, I just saw this little tease from the TSN, like little mini docs that they make. Yeah. And there's one about Nick Patan and his dad. Did oh, you yeah. see that yet? I uh, know. Because his no. dad passed, yeah. or I guess I think last year, yeah. maybe. Well, I, I don't. I think there's. I think it was. I think he committed suicide. I I, I don't know the whole story, oh. but it's like uh, uh, the 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 trailer is like super powerful, oh, okay. and that's basically what he would have been going through before, at the start of last season for the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But there was like like the the trailer has like when Nick Patan was playing for Team Canada at the World Juniors and he yeah. scored a hat trick in yeah, that one was, game yeah, and good. then his dad was there and they had camera on him and his dad ran down the stairs and threw a hat on the ice and nice. stuff it's yeah, like yeah yeah like pretty pretty classic shot yeah lo- looks pretty cool uh yeah. TSN originals or whatever the yeah. series that they put they out. good stuff yeah right on um yeah no that's that's very cool uh shabbat good guy there's a lot i mean yeah defenseman wise like it's the norris is never kind of like my favorite defenseman but you can't argue with the fact like with a brent burns or or whatever like they're kind of these known entities that just put up like burns puts up a lot of points and you know you take the good with the bad but like i don't know he's actually a pretty good defender i think yeah like i'm pretty sure he's he's PKing, he's, yeah, uh, he's yeah. on the power play, Doing obviously. It all. Yeah, raising uh, snakes and other animals. Like he's got a zoo, doesn't oh, he? Brent Burns, yeah, or John like, Carlson, uh, Burns. Oh, yeah, yeah I think yeah, Brent like Burns probably guy. has some sort of safari. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he probably wrestles. Freaking <laughs> oh, he's a gator wrestler or something for sure. Yeah. Okay, we got a couple minutes yeah. left in the first yeah, year. Let's we move should on. keep it going. Let's here. talk about um, kind of a a bit of a uh, downer topic. Not downer, but you know, like. A very unfortunate piece of news, I, I should say. Uh, Dale Howardchuk uh, r- revealed this week that he's got stomach cancer, yeah. so he's undergoing chemo now. So that's pretty heavy news. Huge. Yeah, I guess we saw uh, at the beginning of the season there that he was going to be taking the year off from Barry Colts, and they didn't really say what it was until, uh, but I guess, a, a day or two ago, the news came out. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dale Howardchuk is a, uh, a huge part of 
of a hockey in, Winni- in Winnipeg. For sure. And, like, uh, he's a local legend to the to the max. Oh, yeah. He's, like, honorary local legend. Yeah. He's, he's not from his, Winnipeg. His, uh, yeah, exactly. But his he's a Kitchener guy, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, his, his number is up in the rafters at the Bell MTS place. I think it's honored. It's not retired. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. not retired. All the numbers up there, I think, are just, like, ring of honor yeah. type of things yeah. or whatever, which I kind of like actually better than retiring a number like to, to just be like, your number is always going to be up in that rafter, but someone there'll else be other still... number tens, yeah. but like, yeah, they're not Dale Howarchuk. Yeah. Um, well, I think, have we talked about this on the show? I think we did. We did last year. Did it was we? my, it was my trivia question. I oh. remember this, Oh, but yeah. yeah, Brian Little was number 10, but when right, he came right. back here, he Moved switched it. to 18 cause That's he didn't right. want to be Ducky's number. And I believe uh listener, <clears throat> Tim, uh, yeah. in Crescentwood, Good old Tim. Uh, knew that answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess uh, Dale Howarchuk's kind of probably got a, a rough road ahead of him with chemo treatments. I read the article that came out, and he's got, uh, you know, I guess he's been in contact with, uh, you know, other people that have survived stomach cancer, and he's kind of been learning about yeah. their lifestyles now, and I guess that's kind of the road ahead for Did Dale. He have- did he have surgery already or is he's that going through chemo? Ha- oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically like, I guess it, it, it's re- uh, like related to his diet. So, mm. um, I guess there's weeks where when he has to go through chemo, obviously it kind of takes a toll on him and then he's got a off week where he can has to kind of try and build, build himself back. Yeah. So anyways, unfortunate news, but, uh, you know, obviously, you know, being hockey fans here in Winnipeg, Dale Howard Chuck is a huge part of of everything that's going on here. Yeah. And he was actually the coach of of Mark Shifley when Shifley was that's in right. the OHL. Yeah, I think he was Ducky. He was a big part name. of uh, the the Jets drafting Shifley. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, uh, the road ahead isn't too hard for Ducky, and we yeah. see him back here in Winnipeg real soon. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Best of best of luck to him, man, for sure. Um, let's segue to. The Heritage Classic coming up. Well, yeah. Well, Howard Chuck probably would have been there. If yeah, for the, exactly. Right. For like, I assume there's going to be an alumni thing. I think there usually is. Yeah. Although I did see on Facebook that uh, Timu Solani is in Winnipeg on the 26th, which is the day of the Heritage Classic, and he's uh, doing but, a book signing. But the alumni game would be the day before. Ah, okay. So maybe and there's he's... airplanes as well that could get him there because the book signing's at like two o'clock. Okay. Well. So yeah, he'll be crushing beers in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah, maybe the alumni game's the day before. Yeah, it, it usually be, is. It yeah. won't be the same day. Yeah. Right. Um, alumni games on Saturday or Sunday? Oh, maybe a day after. I have no idea. I, no I don't idea. know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to the game though, on, and it's Saturday at eight o'clock. That's okay. all I know. So the alumni game must be Friday night. Okay. Yeah, that's usually. I like, wonder, like, does my ticket? No, it's no. two separate tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going. I'm, we're just going up Saturday. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, so Heritage Classic. I'm yeah, going. Huge. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna try and um, uh, file a report from the field there when I go. get back yeah. uh, from that for for next episode. But. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Me and my brother are going up. Uh, alternate jerseys. They got the Heritage Blues. I like They're them. They're so sharp. They're yeah. so deadly. Uh, John's got one of the Heritage Whites that they released a couple years ago. I just have a regular Jets jersey. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd like a new one, but like I also can't justify $250 oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, uh, the blue ones are nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I thought... When they released those, they were going to um, just kind of like f- cancel the Aviator 
and you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're still wearing the aviator. They, they wore the aviator the other night. Yeah. So what's up with that? They got like five jerseys. <laughs> yeah. But like teams are only really allowed to have like one or two alternate jerseys, aren't they? Like the... Well, the Jets are going to be wearing four different jerseys this year. Rhodes, Holmes. Aviator. Aviator. And blue, and this Heritage one. Heritage blue. Yeah. But is the Heritage blue only for the Heritage Classic? Well... The year of the Heritage Classic here in Winnipeg, they wore the white ones a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. But know. they haven't hardly worn them since. Well, which they should wear. Like two years ago, the the league uh, announced the new jerseys from Adidas for being made, and that season they basically said you can only have your home and your away jersey. Yeah. And then last year was the first year where you could incorporate an alternate with that new Adidas look because, like, it changed from Reebok to Adidas. Oh, okay. So, so it's now, all corporate branding. Yeah. So stuff. now, like, now we've got, like, I think last year they they brought the aviators into the mix. Yep. And I think, I did they, they must have remade the white ones now into Adidas versions. I, I would hope so because I think they I, never wear them and they should. I think, like, I, I think I've seen, like, I don't know if people are still wearing the old ones or if they're new ones or whatever, yeah. but that's kind of w- what, what happened is basically any of the alternates that happened prior to two years ago kind of got pushed aside until they re- transitioned into the Adidas world right. of jerseys. Okay. I mean, yeah, this I... season, the Jets are basically going to be wearing their normal home and away. Those, you know, last year I, I thought I really liked them, the Aviator ones, and yeah. now it's like, oh man, those I, are... I, just switch to the old school ones. I know, eh? Like, the Aviator, I like the font. I don't like the baby blue. It just looks a little too plain. Yeah. Like, I, I love, like, the 70s or 80s look of the of the Heritage ones. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of good. It's like a mix of both. I think it's the more, yeah, it's kind of that late 70s, but then the elements maybe the some of the 80s ones. But, like, here's, here's what uh, I was kind of trying to get at, and I, 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 I heard this on Jay and Dan, like, weeks or months ago or whatever, but like, why not let teams wear as many alternate jerseys as they want throughout the year? Like that just means more Jersey sales for teams essentially. But like if a team's got like four alternates jerseys, let them like, I don't know, like the fans love that stuff. Why? And if, if they want to be like this, you know, a fan driven league or whatever, like I would think that it's probably tied to sales. Yeah. So if, if, Anaheim has a third jersey and no one's buying it, then yeah. I'm probably thinking that they're like a little less sure. Yeah. You know, pushy there. But like their Anaheim's third jersey is the Mighty Ducks one and everybody loves um, that. Well that was just a poor yeah, example. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, like I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. but like as far as But like the local fans at least, they you know, make make Well how about the, ha- the the Hartford ones? Like Carolina yeah. wears the Hartford jersey. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd think that those would be selling through the roof. Yeah. And they only wear them for what, two or three games a season? Yeah. I still think that's wrong, but in baseball, uh, teams have like twelve uniforms. It's crazy, oh, yeah. you yeah. know. And I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, but, I, I, yeah. I think eventually maybe the Jets could transition out of, uh, you know, the current usual ones and maybe make a yeah. heritage one like one of the regular, like the white. Yeah. Maybe make the white one like their regular road. Oh, uni. Oh, yeah, that'd be. I awesome. would like that. I, I, I like their normal home uni. I like the, the white navy. version. I don't love the navy. Looks nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I do. Li- I really like their logo, like with the with the jet and the maple leaf. Yeah, I think it's very classy. 
or classic or whatever, you know, it's yeah. not like, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, it seems like a logo that could stand the test of time. But, yeah, for um, sure. Anywho, uh, alternate jerseys. I say, yay. You say nay. I, 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 well, nay I, say, but, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Y- yay. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. Um, well, what is that? That about wraps up the first period. I think we covered everything there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, eat the puck and wait for the clock to run out and, uh, you know, we'll hit the showers. No, you don't hit the showers no. in, the, in between periods. <laughs> you eat some oranges. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so second period coming up, we got uh, the vintage hockey hair player of the week. We got the brand new local legend, and then we got some third period action. Following yeah. that up. Stay tuned. All right. Hey there, hockey fans. Welcome back to Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. It's the second period. We uh, cracked another um, grain to glass brewing co creamsicle ale just there, our local beer of the week. Very tasty. You guys do good work uh, yeah. making that beer. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I want to talk about our digital mailbag. Right on. Uh, um, we just just a couple quick items. I shared with you a photo of Cody Eakin that. Uh, oh yeah. The Chicago Matt. Sent that was along. classic. So if uh, just a reminder to anyone surfing the web out there, you see some hockey hair that you like, uh, either yeah, talkinghockeypod uh, at gmail dot com, or. Uh, on the Instagram at Talking Hockey Podcast, um, Cody Eakin, Winnipeg boy too. Yeah, and, and it, for those of you who didn't see it, just like so, he's a redhead. So nothing wrong with redheads. They're a dying breed, though. Did you know that they're I going extinct? Um, anyway, it's like the grossest mullet and mustache combo <laughs> ever. And then the fact that it's this feathery red like it's crazy it's so good yeah. um so props to cody eakin manitoba right kid on. for the las vegas uh, golden knights for pulling that off yeah but the main mailbag thing i want to get into is last episode i called willie nylander a soundcloud rapper <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i just want to i want to put it out there we got some responses as to what his like uh soundcloud rap name would be <laughs> so um so aaron from wolseley suggested mcwtf Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Chung from St. Vital offered DJ I'll Never Live Up to the Hype. <laughs> all, <laughs> all one word. Well, there's a lot of hype. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hype. Big paycheck. Uh, and uh, Ryan from the West End wrote in uh, teen underscore bracelets underscore 88. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. At hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks, guys, for. Uh, uh, offering up those suggestions. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's get into our vintage hockey hair player of the week. Nice. It's num- none other than number 21, Raymond Ferraro. I think he was 21. Uh, he played on a lot of teams. I think he he's probably had like a multiple probably had numbers. Probably a couple yeah. numbers, yeah. But he scored a lot of goals. He did. He was a goal-scoring guy. He was five foot nine. He was kind of like 
the original small guy. He had and I'm going to say original because uh, you can go back through ho- hockey forever and be like, there's a small guy. There's a small guy. <laughs> yeah. But um, he was a small guy of the 80s and 90s. I guess he had a long career, 20 seasons. So he kind of played right up until former the Atlanta Thrasher. Yeah. So some of the teams he played for, well, all of the teams here. So he was a former Thrasher. So Winnipeg connection there, I yeah. guess. Uh, played for the Hartford Whalers, perhaps most famously. Um, he was a New York Islander, played for the Kings, played for the Rangers, played for St. Louis, uh, and that's all for the NHL. In junior, guess who he played for? Is he from Ontario? No, he's from BC. He's from BC. So he played in the WHL. He played for the Wheat Kings. Yeah, he was a Brandon yeah. Wheat King. Nice. So another little tie right there <laughs> to our uh, Vintage Hockey Hair Player of the Week. And so I was saying off the top of the show, I want to want to get the hashtag uh, bring back the stash going and then tag at Ray Ferraro in like, I, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work to do this, but like it's kind of whatever. But look at this picture of him. Oh, uh, yeah, that's classic recently. Classic. Yeah. Uh, what, what do they call that? A lip sweater? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And it's getting <laughs> chilly. So it's the perfect <laughs> season for a lip sweater. And uh, I don't know. Ray's a great guy. I like him as a TSN analyst. I don't oh, also like when he's doing the color for World Juniors with yeah. it's him and Gord Miller. Like that's pretty much. He's the, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like everything that he has to say yeah. is like, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got good stories. Yeah. Um, and he seems to know what he's talking about for the most part. So definitely. And even, enjoy. even if he doesn't, it seems like it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's all you got to do. But uh, yeah, classic Ray Ferraro. So. Um, goals wise. Yeah. We mentioned, yeah, he scored a lot of goals. He was a pretty consistent goal scorer, usually in that 20 to 30 range. Uh, he had a couple seasons of 40 plus his career high was, uh, 88, 89 with the Hartford Whalers. He scored 41 goals in 80 games. Did he ever have 50? No, no, no. 41 was the career high. Uh, he hit 40 again later with, uh, the Islanders. That just seems weird because, like, back then it seemed like everyone had 50 goals. Yeah. But I guess yeah. not Ray. Yeah. Well, he ended up with 408 career goals. Oh, that's pretty good. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. 12... He must be in the Hall of Fame, hey? I don't know. I didn't see his little picture. To... Maybe next time I go. Yeah. You know, I don't think he is, but... Does he have any cups? I don't think so, hey? Not for the teams he played for. No. No. No, which is too bad. But he was definitely a memorable guy. Like, I loved getting Ferraro cards when I was a kid. And he was so fast and just shifty. And yeah, yeah. yeah. He was always good. Yeah, Yeah. very good player. Um, Are his junior stats there? uh, I'd have to go. Is that HockeyDB? No, I stupidly didn't go to HockeyDB. I went to NHL.com. For all your hockey needs, folks, go to HockeyDB. That's the shot or shot, the site. Yeah, junior stats here. Let's see now. So he played with the Trail Smoke Eaters. In only one game for them. But yeah, that they're a BC team. But uh, they have a very famous jersey at the Hockey Hall of Fame. I've, I saw it actually. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, last time that I was whole there, jersey I like display, man. Like that, wicked. Oh, yeah. oh I I stay. I just stand there for like. Yeah, and that's like the last thing you go through. I think maybe. Uh, I went there first. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. It's kind of yeah. You can go first or last. Yeah. Um, Okay, so like for some, here we go. So for Brandon Wheat Kings, he played one season, 72 games, 108 goals. 
<laughs> How many assists? 20? 80, 84 assists. Holy 192 crap. points in 72 wow. games. That's got to be a right. Ra- oh, no. Jump someone hit 200. Jiminy. I know there's someone that had 200 points and, in the dub. And he had that kind of season. He didn't go till the fifth round. Yikes. Maybe I guess there's your size. Maybe, there's your size yeah, for exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. In those yeah. days, it was a big dude's league. Maybe that wasn't his draft year. Maybe his draft year was the year before he played for Portland Winterhawks. In 50 games, he had a more respectable 41 goals, 49 Oh, come on, assists. Ray. Yeah. You got to work harder there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Holy Christ almighty. <laughs> 108 goals in 72 games in the dub in 1983-84 Holy. for Brandon Wheat Kings. Playoffs had a heck of a playoffs, too. 11 games, 28 points. Jeez. boy, Ray. So he was doing everything he could. Ray Farrell. We got the same initials right on, Ray. RF. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway, that's our uh, vintage hockey hair player of the week, Ray Ferraro. Uh, check out that mustache like when you're on the net because it is a doozy. He, you know, and I, when it, as a like as far as hockey color company commentators go, he is the best. Yeah. I, I would have to say one he's of my the favorites. Best. He does Jets games occasionally. I yeah. always love it when he does. Like yeah. Craig Simpson, I, at times I, I like him, mm. but I think Ray Ferrero now is like he's the man. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I would hope that one day he gets his shot on like the A crew. Right. He's like yeah. on on I'd, all the big games. I'm here. I'm with you on that for sure. And uh, hashtag bring back the stash. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Tag at Ray Ferrero. So anyway. Uh, what do we got for a local legend so, of the week? So local legend, I'm kind of going back in the vault a little bit here. Yeah. I, I, I went back in, into Winnipeg hockey history. He's a Winnipegger. Yeah. Uh, we got Mike Keene. Yeah, nice. He, uh, he Captain Keene. He had a lot of uh, a lot of hockey experience, uh, ju- junior related, uh, pro, also with the Manitoba Moose, and then now he's still with the Winnipeg Jets in a scout or something. No, it, as a well, I'll get to that. I have, I have. Okay, like, okay. I, I, I'll back off yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went like hard on this because uh, there's a there's a fun little a fun little uh, how you say payoff. Okay. To yeah, the yeah. whole Mike Keane thing here. Okay. So Mike Keane, undrafted. Really? Never. He wasn't drafted. Is he a small guy too? Because he kind of came up in the well, Ray Ferrero he, era. I would guess he's maybe 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yeah, yeah, so like in those days, yeah. So like, undrafted, but he played over 1,100 NHL games. Yeah. Did he? He won three cups. Where did he play junior? He played junior in Moose Jaw. Oh, okay. But he also played major junior here in Manitoba. Okay. But we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get, we're yeah. getting there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> three cups. That's, three cups. Uh, Montreal Canadiens, 1993. Yeah. Did he get one with Dallas? Yep. Uh, where'd the third come from? We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so he played five seasons with the Manitoba Moose. Yeah. Check out this stat. He's one of only 11 players to win the Stanley Cup with three different teams. Nice. There you nice. go, eh? Yeah. So he played Junior A in the MGHL with the Winnipeg South Blues. Now officially, I think they're called the Winnipeg Blues. Yeah. And they're owned by the company that owns the Winnipeg Ice. Okay. But he he would have come up through 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 that, through that yeah. uh road to the NHL. Um here's a little tidbit for you. Yep. Uh he played for the World Junior team in nineteen eighty seven. Okay. Do you know that year of of the World Juniors? Was that the year of the infamous brawl? Oh yes. Yes. So I was like, I don't I, I didn't know that, but I was like, okay, thinking about that's 80s correct. World Junior. You nailed it. There's the brawl. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, 
he played for Canada at the 1987 World Junior Championships, which is also known as the Punch-Up in Piestani. <laughs> in where now? Uh, Piestani, Czech, Czechoslovakia, I guess, okay. at the time, not huh. Czech Republic. Okay. So he, here's a little blurb. Rolls off the tongue. Punch-Up in Piestani. So here's a little blurb that I stole from our friends over at Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. I love those guys. So, yeah, we're close friends with them. Uh, they just live down the road. Uh, so Mike Keane paired off against Valerie Zelopukin yeah, yeah. with the Canadian fighting like it was for the world title, according to Fleury. Oh, uh, Theron Fleury is telling the story. In another fight, Vladimir Konstantinov leveled a headbutt that broke Greg Hoggood's Hog- nose. Jesus. Brendan Shanahan later described it as the greatest headbutt I've ever seen. And Shani. Shani's probably seen I a few. Mean, he knows headbutts, I, I'm right? sure he's seen a few. I'll, I'll take his word on it. Stefan Roy was pummeled by two Soviet players. The remaining players paired off as the officials attempted to break up the fighting. There were at least a dozen separate fights over the entire ice surface. Unable to control the situation... Uh, the refs and the linesmen eventually left the ice <laughs> under the orders of the Czechoslovakian officials. Okay. I thought they would be like, well, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> In a desperate attempt at ending the brawl, tournament officials had the arena lights turned off. <laughs> leaving the players to fight in the dark <laughs> as the fans whistled loudly in disapproval of the entire situation the whole stadium shouted my hamai hockey which meant which translates to we want hockey oh yeah they were getting they were like by boys. the time the fights had finally broken up the double ihf declared the game null and void basically Canada, right yeah, they didn't. They, you know, the the game was done. No one, no one won a, a gold or a medal yeah. that year. So basically, so, Mike Keane was a big part of that fight. Nice, yeah. nice. So it, like, it was like, did the headbutt start it? No, but, like I watched this little clip about it, and it doesn't really say why it started, but it just seemed like the the Soviet team yeah. uh, were were basically like it, the coach, the coaches, the Soviet coaches apparently starved the team. Like after games and didn't feed them and made what? like made them all like just this is, like yeah this is before the wall came down yeah it was stuff. it was pretty there's a little nice little clip on uh, on YouTube about this wow. where Shanahan does the voiceover for it that's insane but anyways he was a big part of that uh, moving forward through his career uh, he actually was named captain of the Montreal Canadiens he was the twenty fourth twenty fourth captain in history and he right actually he ran into some local media drama which is not. Uh, you know, Not unforeseen uncommon. in in uh, Montreal, yeah. but he basically he told the reporter he had no intention of learning French. Yeah. So as a captain, that's a pretty bold statement to make. For sure. And uh, you know, he just went with his gut and he captained whatever. them to a cup, yeah. though. No, Guy Carbonneau no. was the captain of that cup. Correct. Yeah. So then, uh, after his days in Montreal, he was involved in one of the, I would say, one of the biggest NHL trades of all time. He went to Colorado with his boy Patty Roy. Right. And he ended up winning a cup that season. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, I think he made it, maybe went on to play another season or two in Colorado, uh, went as a free agent, signed with the Rangers. Uh, right. That season he was traded to Dallas and he won the cup that year with the huh. Dallas Stars, the infa- infamous Brett Hall skate kick in the, the crease. Yeah, uh, yeah, not even kick, but yeah, just game skate winning in the goal. Yeah, that, that one still kind of bugs me, it's but uh, yeah. that's the way she goes. That's crazy. Uh, huh. And well, after, after his NHL career, he was done. Uh, he signed with the Moose, became their captain, uh, and his number 
12 is retired. So next time, uh, Tommy, you're at the MTS Center there, take I've a look up, up to the right. I've seen it up there. Give yeah. it a little salute up Give there. The, yeah. <laughs> the old do, tip of the hat. Do the little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after pro hockey was finished, uh, Mike Keen is, or Keener, is that, as we like to call him here at Talking Hockey. He's now on staff as the Winni- uh, of the Winnipeg Jets as an assistant in player development. So he'd basically be traveling around looking at all players okay. that they have drafted and making sure that they're following their training be- routines. Learning and- how to be a pro or exactly. whatever. Or not even at that age, probably more just like... But just making sure they're working on the skills they need to... Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Practice and actually, and stuff. his uh, Mike Keane's most recent claim to fame is actually he was on my flight from Toronto to Winnipeg the other night. So <laughs> there you nice. go. Yeah. So did you sit by him, or you just kind of? I just like walked by him and yeah. nodded. Did you see him in the like loading area, whatever they call no, that? What do you call it, that? The gate? No, he was he was already seated. I was a little late getting on the plane, yeah. and I walked by and I gave him a little nod. You were at TGIF, uh, TGI Fridays. No, actually, it was, called, it was but... pretty late at the Pearson, and nothing was going on there. <laughs> so anyway. Anyways, uh, there's Mike Keen for you. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, great local legend. Yeah. Manitoba um, sports royalty. I would assume he's in the Manitoba sports hall of fame. Uh, like I've, I don't, I don't know, but uh, that's a place I want to check out actually. And um, and three cups though, three cups for three different teams. Yeah. Yeah. And you said there's 11 other players only or 10 other players who've done that or whatever. I don't know if I could even name... I mean, I don't know. I, d- I have no idea who they are. It would take would some time. Yeah. Like Messier, I think only as like Rangers Oilers and Oilers. And Rangers, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's the first one I think of. Well, like know. I'm trying to think like old time guys or whatever, but jeez, uh, I don't know. But also back in the olden days, guys played for one team for a lot of them. Yeah. They would just, so. you know, do their tour of duty with one team. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. So that's the local legend of the week. I think, uh, you know, next next week, we'll, I, I might not be on a plane with the next guy, but <laughs> who knows, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty good yeah. uh, inspiration, just sit on a plane with him. I sat on a plane with a CFL official. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's as cool. Not as yeah. cool, but uh, pretty cool. If uh, it was an official from that punch-up in P.S. Donnie, yeah, then I'd yeah. be like, yeah, <laughs> let's have a beer together. Well, I was coming back from... Uh, where did I fly to recently? Vancouver. Oh, yeah. And I was, the Couve. Yeah, flying back from the Couve. And at, at our gate, there were some guys talking football. There was a game in BC the night before. And uh, and I I didn't want, like, I was just kind of within earshot. And I, I overheard them talking and was trying to figure out who it was. I was like, he's not a TV guy. But he's, he was like, I heard him say, like, yeah, my kids don't even watch me on TV anymore. <laughs> and, could and be I, a newscaster could be a weatherman I, but I was like yeah i was like hmm but then uh uh when we landed in winnipeg and he got up he put on a a coat that had a, a, a cfl a, official a cfl official like logo on it or whatever and i was like and it all clued in and i was like i have seen this guy oh so he's like the ref who like he's is the like referee doing the like thing on, on the, the field camera. it's like a uh, penalty yeah offside whatever like yeah 10 like, yards, yeah. first down. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah. And you, and I bet if you've ever watched the CFL game, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I guess that is cool. Not as cool as Mike <laughs> Keen, but it's my only claim yeah. to fame. <laughs> Keener. Attaboy Keener. Yeah, right on. Well, let's uh, hit the intermesh, and then we'll come back for a strong third period, get pucks deep, and see what we can do. Right on. Yeah. Up. 
All right, Tom, it's time to wear the pants. Or the pants episode, as oh, you like yeah. to call it. <laughs> That's true. The pants episode. The whole thing's about pants. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, we're back in the pants segment, wearing the pants, yeah. the pants episode, whatever you want to call it. We're Walk gonna, a mile in someone's yeah. pants is the saying, right? We're going we're gonna to go back to the bay because Chevy needs a new pair of pants. He goes through a lot of pants, I, I guess. I mean, uh, when you have to wear formal pants all the time... Yeah, do you just have one pair of dress pants or do you have like I think you have to have pairs? a lot because okay. otherwise you're just... Okay, then I should get more favorite. dress pants then. <laughs> you probably have your favorite, right? And then... But you can't wear your favorites every day. No. So. No. Yeah. All right. So Chevy Chevy needs new pants. Uh, maybe he forgot a pair at the hotel in Chicago. And he's yeah. like, it was a rush to get out of the hotel and he forgot a Tried pair. Tried to get them couriered over. And then to... he's like, they couldn't get them here. So I got to go find a new pair of Navy pants yeah. because they're gone. So yeah. we're going down to the bay, downtown. You yeah. got to find a pair of Navy pants. Okay. And you're going to put those pants on and you're going to answer this question for me. Uh-huh. Rookie defenseman, Billy Hainola. Number 14. Is approaching his nine game mark yeah if so. he hits number 10 then his elc his entry level contract kicks in but as we kind of talked about earlier in this episode it's kind of th- slim pickings on the back on the back end and he's there. looked good he's looked good he, and actually he was kind of out for a couple games there and maybe he should have been scratched in. a yeah. bit for some reason but, but are they timing it out so the kid gets to play in the old heritage classic there or right what? Yeah. so so like look looking you know all things aside uh, you know, you you got Chevy's navy pants on there. They're fitting fitting quite well. It looks like there's a fifty percent off little They're tag pleated. on. Yeah, there's it's a, a, it actually goes well with your shirt that you're wearing yeah, too. Pleated uh, <laughs> navy. Yeah. So uh, Billy like Hainola, uh, do you keep the kid going yeah. or well, what do you do? Geez, and is... if you do or if you don't, tell me why. Yeah, it's a tough, tough, tough call because he is playing so well. He's 18 years old, first year out of uh, Finland. You know over here to north america the hockey hotbed of yeah, finland it is it is it really is and um you know he's just been playing so well that it's hard to take him out of the lineup you want to shelter his minutes a bit and over in finland i think he did have one year of pro there uh but you know their pro season's like 30 games or whatever so you you kind of think about is that 82 game grind going to be too much um but it's a really tough question because it's slim pickings back there. And like, if Bufflin were to be like, I'm coming back, then, then you're, then I don't think you keep Hainola. You're going to, you're going to send him to, well, probably back to Finland, I guess. Or would he go to the AHL? What would he do? Where would you go? Where would you say? I him? think because he's a first round pick, he can go down to the moose. Okay. A guy like Gustafson, because he wasn't first round, can't go to the moose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then you send him to the moose, I guess. But um, like, I mean, if he doesn't have to clear. No, See, I don't n- n- none of that waiver stuff yeah. matters. The, the, what, what the, it's the nine what, game, but it's usually for juniors. But right? do you want to burn it on a year where yeah. you're not going to, like, do you want to save his really good years know, right? for like, when they're going to make a really serious push? Next year, do or you do you go for to... it? Yeah. That, yeah, see, like, the, like I, I, the pants look good, but it's a tough question. It is, and I was on the, I was originally at the like the first few games of the year. This is what I was saying was like, 
I was like, he looks great. You're giving him a taste of the NHL. He's going to want more. He's going to go back to Finland or wherever he's going, work hard, come back next year, and you're going to be like, look at this guy. Wow. You know, like your your pants are going to hit the floor with excitement. <laughs> I guess just hop right over those bad boys. But, you got to give me an answer, Tommy. Yeah, I'm going to say like, oh, geez. I'm saying at that's what I originally thought. But I've changed my mind because now we're 10 games in and I've seen what the Jets' blue line is. I want old Villy there for every game that we can get out of him this year. It's like Jess Berry, Kakanyemi in Montreal last year, 18 years old, straight out of Finland. Villy Hanel, a different position, much the same though. He may not have the best stats and you're going to have to play him in a sheltered role, but get him as many games as you can, 82 if you can. Well, he already can't because he's got scratch. But, like, yeah, sure, sometimes you take him out of the lineup. But, like, no harm done in uh, in 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 scratching a year off his ELC, I don't think. Because when you look at the state of the blue line, what else you got? I don't know. I like him. He's yeah. good. Keep him on the team. I would say keep him. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's a good call. Yeah, I, I think I, so. Like, like, the kid's playing well. Like, I think you got to yeah. – you got to – you got to give – Give the kid a chance. Like, exactly. I, I don't know. Like, it's more about like, sure, you could save his contract for... Yeah, like I can see the benefits of, of uh, deferring his ELC year to next year, say, by sending him down or, or back to Europe or whatever. But like, and, and developmentally, maybe that would be good for him. But also, wouldn't developmentally being in the NHL be good for you? Playing night to night? If you're, yeah. if you're like an NHL caliber guy, which he has shown over 10 games, totally. he is. Yeah, and if you compare that to someone like uh, Veselainen, who like developing in the NHL when he's playing five minutes a night right. or he's in the press box, yeah. then I it's would agree, yeah, let, let the kid go or whatever. Yeah. But for a guy like uh, Vili Hainola, who's Hasn't playing... Hasn't looked out of place, really. He's playing serious minutes, yeah. and he's looking good. Yeah. yeah. So he's about 14-plus minutes a night. So that's that's like if he can kind of rock that, then hey. Well, the fourth line is playing like six minutes exactly, a night. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and don't get me started on that. I feel like Gustafsson should get more than yeah. five, six minutes. But I, I tend to kind of maybe disagree with with some of the ice time allocations by the Winnipeg Jets, but hey, yeah, I just have a talk show save or that a podcast. For, we'll know? save that for another episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so that's your answer. You're going to keep the kid. I'm keeping the kid. Okay, so let's let's go to the hotline here. We're going to do the old caress cold call. Yes. Uh, and, you know, none of this is pre-planned, so whoever's yeah. getting phoned here. They don't know what's They coming. don't know what's happening. They don't know that we're recording right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to go for it here. I'm going to see. This is my new favorite segment. I'm going to see what happens here. Put it on speakerphone. Yeah. So last week we reached out. We got two. See we if got, uh, the, this guy. Oh, back. it's ringing. Here we go. See if this guy answers. He might be busy right now. <laughs> He's got a pretty important job. Yes. What's going on, bro? Oh, Keebs. Oh, we There's can't a lot quite of hear him. Background noise. Can't quite hear hey. you. Hey, Keebs, how's it going, bud? Good, you? Good. What's going on? Uh, working. What's up? How are you busy? <laughs> uh, why are you at the game? Yeah. What's going on? I'm working. It's, uh, somebody just scored. I don't know who just scored. Oh, for the Jets. Yeah. Nice. Oh, where are you at, Keeps? Our listeners want to uh, know. Uh, you're who? 
our listeners. Yeah, FYI, Keebs, oh, you're, yeah, yeah. you're I'm, uh, live on the air. right now to take this phone call. Oh, okay. Well, we won't yeah. keep you very long because we know you're a busy man, but can you hear Tommy too? Uh, hey. Hello, Tommy? Hey, Keebs. Yeah, yeah, very distant. You okay, okay. Better, but yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we got a quick yeah. question for you. The pants question right. this week was, do you keep Vili Hainola up with the team? Do you let him go past his 10 games? And if you do, uh, uh, why or why not? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy crap, that's a good question. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, wow. Uh, keep him? I mean, I don't know if we have options to let him disappear right now. I don't know what the other options are. Um, I, I think, you know, I think you should kind of give him some more time like in the moose or something but i don't know what the options are right now well he's because he's a first round pick you can put him you down know, on the moose honest, yeah, no you can you can as yeah. a uh, as a because he's a first rounder you can't did you say you couldn't you can yeah you can so yeah i think uh i think once bowl you comes back uh i oh, think yeah. he he goes down to the moose for a bit okay um, yeah yeah i think he goes down to the moose for a bit i mean he's a small kid right right um that's all I got, though. Okay, well, right on, Keeps. We won't keep you very longer. But That's awesome. Uh, thanks for being a, a guest here on Talking Hockey, and we'll give you your little prize there next time we see you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, go, Jeff. All right, yeah, bye. Rock on, buddy. Okay. So for our right listeners on. at home there, that was our buddy uh, Keebler. Rinkside yeah. tonight at the LA and Winnipeg game. He, uh, he works uh, for a company that we all kind of are, are aware of here in Winnipeg, <laughs> and he was just sitting rinkside. rinkside. I guess bread? That, Is that who he works for? City Bread? Something like that, yeah. Uh, the so, the appa- famous appa- rye bread company? No. Apparently, the Jets just scored right when I phoned them. So, nice, yeah. Hey. That, that was all that racket. Yeah, hey. That's awesome. Keeps, keep that down, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the air with Talking Hockey. Uh, right on, Keeps. Well, so, that couldn't have worked out any better. Thanks for uh, being a guest on Talking Hockey. We'll have your little parting gift. Uh, yeah, I'll oh. tell you, uh, Caress Cold Calls <laughs> quickly becoming uh, my favorite segment. <laughs> and unplanned, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. It's pretty good. All right, so... Um, why don't we move on now to the uh, the Hall of Fame Hockey Hall of Fame report that we, we you've got for us? Like, yeah. kind of amazing. So, yeah, you were in uh, the Big Smoke uh, this past weekend and uh, had a visit to the Shrine and have prepared a little something for us. Well, you know what? Whenever I'm in uh, Toronto, uh, and uh, you know, I guess for some it's the center of the universe. For mm-hmm. me, it's Canada's armpit, <laughs> but hey, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but every time I'm there, I I, I obviously have to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame because, yeah. ha- as we mentioned earlier in the show, it's it's like heaven on earth. It it's is. A, it's, it's kind a, of like the Church of Hockey. It is like every like it. You step into that place and you are having like a spiritual experience mm-hmm. because of all the hockey history and just everything that's collected, all the like all the information, yeah. just all in one spot. It's kind of yeah surreal. Yeah, and they have well the, the trophy room doesn't hurt that there's like all the vaulted ceiling and the stained glass everywhere. It's, it's very church like, yeah. yeah. But the rest of the museum, uh, the hall or whatever you want to call it, is. It's very cool and interesting, and there's some like high tech areas. Like, oh yeah, you can like, be there's on the Sports little games. Center, yeah. And yeah, you can take slappers on Carey Price and all that kind of thing. And yeah, so yeah, basically, this has probably been like my, I think my fourth time there, 
And each time it's, you know, it's, what do they say? Like you, how you notice something new each yeah, time they kind of thing. Yeah. For sure, yeah. But so when I was there, they also had the Gordie Howe, Wayne Gretzky exhibit. So like in the middle mm. part there, it was basically like Gretzky on the right and Gordie Howe on the left cool. where they have kind of like a whole section dedicated to them. But basically for me, I go there and the things that I go and look for are like, the Winnipeggers yeah. or the Manitobans or whatever. You're local legend I, I, I'm doing like, I, I got to do my homework when I'm on the road <laughs> like that. But I, I also go and look at my favorite spots. Like the past two times I've been there, they have the international hockey side. Yeah. And the goal, uh, the hockey net and the gloves and the stick from when Sidney Crosby scored the golden goal is still oh, on, yeah. on display there. Yeah, I so, saw that. Uh, it was like there two two or three Novembers ago. Yeah, it's been there for a while, but yeah, like it's it's, cool. it's on that I double cool. IHF section. Yeah, um, where it's like I gotta go look at that. And yeah. then another thing that you know we noticed uh, this past time was you go through all the players that are in the Hockey Hall of Fame or the International Ice Hockey Hall of Fame, and there's only one guy from Ukraine. And oh. my, my, you know, my background is yeah. Ukrainian. So is I'm, he your uncle? No, <laughs> no, no. But uh, it's just kind of cool to yeah. notice those things. Like you, it's like, yeah. oh wow, like there's one guy from Ukraine. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And you kind of like look back at the hockey history of, because like you have like your A pool and your B pool and your C pool of all those other teams like yeah, Great Britain yeah. and yeah, Morocco exactly. and stuff like that. Jamaica, it's pretty crazy, whatever. yeah. But anyways, so you know, those are those are the the. The things that I go and look at at first is like, I like the Crosby goal. It just, because yeah. that's such a iconic moment that I'll, I'll never I'll, forget. I'll that. always remember yeah, that time. And sure. like, it, you know, I was actually working for the Olympics for APTN and I was part really? of like, were you were out in Vancouver. No, actually they, we, they did all the, like the TV packaging here in Winnipeg. Oh, okay, okay. So basically I, my, my role was to like cut like the game winning montage. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like, oh, sweet. Yeah. So like that'll, that, that, moment will always go down in history for me yeah so that's the, one of the first things i go and look at but like i said i do my tour of uh of the hall and i i i, I focus on you know the local legends and uh i do have a bunch of pictures that i'll send to you that you can put on the, okay, yeah, the we'll talk put, and hockey we'll put them up instagram. on the instagram so first and foremost as soon as you walk in you see this guy Oh, Billy Mozienko. Yeah. So Three right, goals in 21 seconds. So right as you walk in on the left, they go through like all the, all the like records, yeah. NHL records. So obviously this guy. Stands out. He's, he's like, as soon as, like, as soon as you walk in, he's right there. So last season we did a local legend uh, segment with, and, and Billy Mozienko was the featured local legend. He's a Winnipeg guy and score has the record for the fastest hat trick in nhl history correct at 21 seconds yeah crazy two two three three interesting thoughts here billy moisyanko ukrainian ukrainian boy yeah, yeah north end winnipeg yeah but also he was like within seconds of having a fourth goal yeah, yeah but he, he hit the post <laughs> yeah but anyways so as as soon as i walk into the hall i feel at home because yeah. i see this guy and canadian rapper word burglar uh right. made a song last year yeah called Billy Mozienko, I believe it's yeah. called. Yeah. So as I made my way through the hall, uh, the other the other section, like as I mentioned, I like going to check out the international, yeah, kind of p- portion of things. And for me, a a big part of my hockey history was like the 1987 Canada Cup. 
when yeah. Mario Lemieux scored the game-winning goal, yeah. I was like, was beauty. that was like the moment for me that I wanted to play hockey. And, and that's why I became yeah. basically a Penguins fan and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So you so, would have been like eight or something. I was seven, yeah. yeah. So basically when I... Uh, when I go to the hall, I got to go look at these, the, the Canada jerseys, Cup jerseys. jerseys yeah. Nice, yeah. And basically our team, Crest of Steel. Um, a variation of it. We, we kind of, we, we kind of did a mock version of the jersey with, yeah. instead of like the Maple Leaf, it's an owl wing. And instead yeah. of Crest, it says, or instead of Canada, it says Crest. Yeah. So, you know, I had to go. But the colors and all that. I yeah. had to go admire uh, the Canada Cup jerseys. Of all the Team Canada jerseys, are those your favorite? Cause like I do like the current ones, like with the black shoulders yeah, they had on them. The black ones yeah. there, even the yellow ones they had for a minute like, were those were those were like I think kind I of a knockoff those. on Winnipeg Falcons. Yeah, or the Falcons exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I didn't I didn't mind those at yeah. all. Anyway, yeah. so anyways, uh, as you as you mentioned, uh, um, actually, as you kind of walk around, there's this section of uh, of all these goalie masks on the wall. Yeah, I like that one. And you got you got this mask here. You got Bobby Essens's mask from the cool. Winnipeg Jets in the ni- late late eight late eighties early nineties. Yeah, I Bobby get- Essens. So he was the goalie for the Jets for five ten years or something. Uh, roughly, I think maybe five. Because yeah. after him, it was Tim Shevelday, and then after that was Shevelday. Nikolai Habibulin. They had like Ken Reggett and stuff too, though. Remember Reggett? Yeah. Didn't he play for the Jets? I don't, I don't remember that. I don't know. Pokey Reddick? Oh, Pokey Reddick. Yeah, yeah. No, but there was Ken Reggett. He was... I don't he remember He most him. famously played for the Leafs, but I'm pretty sure he was a Jet. Maybe he had a cup of coffee here. Anywho. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> if you go up to the cathedral part of the building, yeah. the first trophy I had to go look at was ye old Con Smythe Award. Okay, nice. And you, you yeah. know why I went and looked at that? Is because of that. to a cup. Oh, Reggie Lee. Yeah. The Riverton Flyers, 1975. The Riverton Rifle. The Riverton Rifle. Yeah. I love it. So he's the only non goaltender to win the Conn Smythe Trophy for a, losing team. for a losing team. That's right. Yeah. And he's from Riverton, Manitoba. Yeah. Interlake. Legend. Not yeah. too far away from where I grew up. You know, in the old Stonewall, Manitoba. Nice. Um, <clears throat> not to take anything away from Reggie because how can you? But, um, you know, uh, I was called the Rosedale rifle recently. Oh, geez. Well, you and Reggie might have to have a skate off. <laughs> we'll just clap pucks and first one to break one and half yeah. off the post is uh, the winner. You might have to do that on the old ODR. Yeah. So, uh, again, walking away, they had like a world junior section. I saw a little section. Uh, oh, to Patty Patrick, with a cage on. I didn't recognize Pat- Patrick Liney, little, yeah. little uh, reference there. Okay. And then the last thing that I saw, and it's like something that you wouldn't expect to see at the, at the esteemed hockey hall of fame, okay. but they had a nice little display of my favorite hockey or second favorite hockey movie. Although <laughs> right behind it, or right beside it was my first favorite. But I never would have thought I would have saw a Youngblood DVD at the Hockey Hall of Fame with Rob Lowe and Patrick Swayze on the cover and the script right behind it. Oh yeah! But they got the the, what are the pucks? The Mustangs puck because that's the team that they played for, and that was I forget the name of the The team. team. Yeah. But anyways, amazing Hockey Hall of Fame. So there was like like a movie display. There's like 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 hockey in what do you call it? Like media, media or or mainstream or whatever. Like they have a whole like video game section, like Sega Genesis and all that stuff. And like you, you have your classic little 
uh, they have their, their games and their sports center display. Sure. And then yeah. like they, they have like the whole history of all the jerseys and all the franchises and yeah. all that stuff. But yeah. because I've been there a few times before, I knew the things I could skip. <clears throat> yeah. And I went to right to my favorite things. That's o- awesome. Obviously the, the Habs dressing room is pretty cool. That's one I was going to say, yeah. like my, I think my favorite part is still the Habs dressing room. It's pretty room. neat. Yeah. 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 But again, you, when you walk up to the, to the main trophy room there, you know, I did walk up to the Stanley Cup. I didn't touch it because I still want to win it. Yeah. So I'm not going to touch that thing. <laughs> but it's cool to just go and read all the little... Oh, yeah. Like know. I went and I saw Dustin Penner and I saw yeah. Eric Fair and Jonathan Taves. And yeah. All your, all your local all boys. The, yeah. All the Tobins. And then you actually, yeah. they, I was talking to the guy who kind of is the the keeper of the cup or whatever you want to call it. The guy who's just standing there talking oh. to people. Not, not the keeper. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. oh... That guy. No, no, no. He's yeah. not there. He's always on the road. I think he's partying 24 yeah. <laughs> seven. But the guy who's kind of standing by there answering questions, uh, it's actually a pretty cool thing. In 2004, 2005, there was no cup winner. And right. it's just a big blank spot. It just says no winner. Yeah. And then there was also no winner back in 1919 because there was a huge flu outbreak. And oh, both, the influenza, Spanish flu or whatever. Both teams was. couldn't yeah. finish, yeah. That's crazy. So only there's only two years ever that there wasn't a cup so winner. So even during like the world wars they had a Yeah, they, they, cup they had a winner, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So there you go. There's my little hockey hall of fame recap. It was Love you know, it. I spent a couple hours there, had a great time. You have yeah. to like all places, you have to exit through the gift shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I didn't buy anything. That is, is that a tragically hip song or a line? Maybe exit through the gift shop. I no, just know, there's a, a documentary yeah. uh, book called Exit Through the right. Gift Shop. Yeah. But but yeah, there there it is. We'll I'll send you the photos. You can throw so, those yeah, up on we'll, the gram, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and then we'll look forward to your little recap for uh, for the next Heritage week. Classic. I'm getting really excited for that. It should be a lot of fun. Keebs is just texting me here. He's like, did you guys know that you were calling me during a Jets game and they just scored? (laughs) 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 That's the Crest cold call for you, boys. Yeah, Crest cold calls. Anything can happen. That's awesome. So Nikolai Ehler scored a goal, assisted by Vili Hanela. There you go. Keep the kid. Keep the kid. Keep the kid. So what's the score? 2-2? Uh, last time I checked, yeah. uh, it was 2-2. That was the, the tying goal. The tying goal. All yeah. right. Well, by the time you listen to this, dear listener, you will know what happened with the Jets. Uh, it's in the intermission right now, tied at two. Yeah, yeah. right on. Um, so we have just going to... We got one more sort of... One or two more things we're going to do here. You you make the call here because we're, we're, we're sitting We're at, getting tight now? Yeah, we're getting tight. Okay. Um, I do really want to try this. Okay, let's do it. We're going to we'll try this. We'll save this for next week. Yeah, we'll try yeah. the hockey. We were going to play Hockey Card War, but... And Randy's got a really nice pack of cards over there that... It's but, an, like, it's, we'll let the anticipation build. I'll take a picture, put that on the Instagram. It's definitely <laughs> a classic set of hockey yeah. cards from the early 90s. Yeah, let's leave yeah. it at that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll build do that the next anticipation. Week. But this this I want to play is... It's a video highlight guessing game. So cool, I'm, cool. I'm going to play a clip of a video, a hockey video, uh, just off YouTube. And Randy, and then I'm going to pause it, and then I'm going to ask Randy a question about what's going to happen next, basically. So um, so the the clip we're going to hear is about a minute long, and I'm going to pause it. So we'll have okay. a minute, and then, I mean, if I don't hit pause at the right time... So you can just pull your phone away from the mic. It's kind too. of fucked, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I will try my best. So, you know, if I screw this up, hey, that's on me, but um, let's just get right into her. Okay, here we go. Esposito was given the microphone to address a wounded nation. 
the people across Canada, we tried, we gave it our best, and uh, for the people that boo us, geez, I, I'm really, I, all of us guys are really disheartened and we're disillusioned and we're disappointed in some of the people. We cannot believe the bad press we've got, uh, the, the booing we've gotten in our own buildings. And if, if, if the Russians boo their, their players, if the fans, Russians boo their players, like some of the Canadian fans, I'm not saying all of them, some of them booed us, then I'll come back and I'll apologize to each one of the Canadians, but I don't think they will. I'm really, really, I'm really disappointed. I am completely disappointed. I cannot believe it. Some of our guys are really, really down in the dumps. We know, we're trying, but hell, I mean, we're, we're doing the best we can, and uh, they got a good team, and let's face facts. But it uh, doesn't mean that we're not... Doesn't mean we're not going to give how many percent, Randy? The question is, how many percent did Phil say they're going to give her? Is this a multiple choice? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) I think I just got to go with 110% because that's the classic. All right. Well, let's finish the clip and find out. Oh. We certainly are. I think. 150. Wow. <laughs> Side note, 110's the classic. Phil Espo Phil, went for... Yeah, he's like, boys, we got to turn her up to 150 here. Jeez, Espo. So that, that clip is uh, from the famous Phil Esposito interview in 1972. That's a classic the, uh, clip. The uh, 72, uh, what was it called? Canada Cup? Summit Series. Summit Series, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just an absolute classic hockey clip and speech that... You know that 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 speech is credited with like rallying the team, totally. and the nation, and and just getting everybody on board. And then because Canada, that was after Canada lost. They like, were down, yeah, a few games yeah. on home ice. They lost. The Soviets they lost, were totally. just running all over them. Yeah, and then they had to go back to the U or to the yeah. Soviet Union. Yeah, and yeah, fans. They played. Where'd they play? They played Vancouver, they Montreal, played Winnipeg. and Winnipeg. I think they played four four games here in, in Toronto. Maybe? It was a, it was an eight. Uh, Eight, eight game series yeah yeah so it was like montreal i'm pretty Toronto, sure when was in vancouver yeah something like that and i don't know for sure if it was one city or all cities or whatever but probably by the fourth game when they were still losing and getting their butts handed to them you know the fans were giving it to them they yeah. were booing and stuff yeah booing and, their own team yeah. yeah so phil was uh he was shook up anyway so the kind of like the gretzky speech in um uh italy or japan or wherever that was for the olympics and he was like you know he was like we're playing canadian hockey and they're they're just penalizing us for playing you know like anyway it was a rally cry and uh just a famous great speech i think i think you gotta post a link to that clip okay to the instagram because if you haven't seen that clip yeah you you have to watch it Worth like watch. even like we weren't born back then no but that's a classic canadian hockey clip. yeah 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 and obviously we all know how that thing ended and you know like exactly it, you know we don't have to talk about that right now but like uh again yeah that's just that's i'm, I'm kind of glad that you played that clip because yeah. that's like that's pretty cool it's a pretty good yeah. one i've got a few more we can play again later but uh yeah that's uh let's save them let's we'll save them because them. we're yeah. we're pushing the the Pushing 90 the minute boundaries of yeah. a hockey game here yeah. with our, we're going into OT. This is well, clearly uh, OT. Yeah. Well, let's take that opportunity then to, uh, to wrap her up and, um, uh, sign off. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, again, all the links that you can hit us up at, we're on, uh, Twitter at talking hockey pod, Instagram at talking hockey podcast, 
email talking hockey pod at gmail check us out on youtube just punch in the old talking hockey in the search bar umfm.com and uh subscribe on apple uh podcasts and uh cheers to uh grain to glass brewing co for the creamsicle ale really good tasty really good yeah. last last summer's last hurrah yeah hey eh? like the taste um, of summer is going by the wayside. <laughs> it's time to drink some stouts here, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, well, maybe uh, a pumpkin, uh, a pumpkin beer. I'm for not going to go week. there. No. Okay. <laughs> well, it's my choice next week. Oh yeah, so true. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, next week we'll have a nice little report from Tommy from the Heritage Classic. We'll yeah. have a brand new vintage hockey hair player. We'll have a brand new local legend. We'll have some new hot topics to to talk about. I guess we'll be able to review the Heritage Classic. We'll yeah. see if Vili Hainola is still with the club. Yeah. And maybe there's some. Uh, more optimism. What is yeah, it? Growing, growing optimism. Optim- yeah. The optimism will, will yeah. continue to grow that Buffalo like, will be back. Yeah, totally. I so. can totally see that happening. Yeah. And maybe some more other like <laughs> far out uh, headlines <laughs> drawn up by the local media. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that'll be a future segment. Yeah. Uh, far out headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. thanks for listening. Tommy, yeah. any last words for the folks? Uh, just keep your stick on the ice and uh, pucks deep. Go to the net. 150. Go. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>